What's up and welcome in y'all to a live episode of Locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. It is Monday night and we are coming to you live immediately following the Bulls tight clenching 111-108 victory over the Toronto Raptors. That's Zach Levine's first four-game winning streak in the NBA. That is the Bulls' first 4-0 start to a regular season since MJ put up 50 and Rodman had 22 rebounds in 1996. We're breaking it all down right now on a fresh live Locked On Bulls on YouTube. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls. Your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. Shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at 331-979-1369. We're switching things up a little bit. I feel like with the 4-0 start to the season and the... Yeah nerve-wracking way that that game concluded big dave we had to hop yeah. on the mics right now i couldn't Woo. wait how are you my friend after watching that one you know what i feel good it, and you know why what's weird matt like it's i'm out of sorts like i said that to you before i'm i'm really out of sorts because a lot was happening and a lot was going on including the game but i promise you at no point in time did i think the bulls were losing that game there's no point that crossed me and said no, basketball dictates that they will win this game. Nothing I saw said they're going to lose this game. I'm not saying it wasn't, you know, like you said, the butthole didn't tighten up a little bit because it did. But, man, it, I didn't feel like they were going to lose. And like I said, these kind of games now, Matt, are fun. And they are fun now. Like, they, it's not like fun bad like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, we stumble into a loss. Like, we get this close. We have this big lead. And then we stumble and fumble it. Not anymore. Now we pulled this out, even though it was a stumbling, fumbling going on, but we pulled it out in the end because we got professionals now. See, that's where you and I differ, my friend, because... Oh, yes, let's do it! When when the Raptors cut that to two off of that awful inbounds pass between Lonzo oh, and Vooch, that mix-up, right, I was like, we're, we're going to lose this game. I was like, we are <laughs> losing yeah. this game. Yeah. Toronto yeah. crowd was going crazy. I was mm-hmm. like, we're going to get caught. The Bulls played decently through their first three games but there was some sloppy stuff that they needed to address and needed to fix and their offensive execution down the last you know seven or eight minutes stretch of the fourth quarter was awful 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 and I thought they deserved to lose that game and I thought they were going to lose that game and let me tell you Mm -hmm. that was a clean look that Fred Van Vliet got on that three ball because somehow Vooch got switched on to him again how does that happen (laughs) <laughs> I thought we were going to OT, and if that goes to OT, the Bulls lose. But oh, yeah. I will I will say this. I did think they were going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. However, DeMar DeRozan. What DeMar bleeping DeRozan. Professional. 10 of 10 from the free throw line, 26 mm-hmm. points on the night. And there was that one key stretch, I thought, that even despite their bad fourth quarter, put them in position to win that game. And it was... Right after, uh, it was around the five-minute mark, 
Donovan sends Vooch and DeMar and, and, and his main guys back in there as the Bulls second unit was giving up that lead. Mm-hmm. First first possession back in, DeMar, ISO, top of the key, stutter step, pull up, mid-range, splash. Back mm-hmm. on the other end, Caruso comes up with a big steal and then in transition, draws a foul, hits two free throws, and then mm-hmm. on the next Bulls possession, DeMar this time goes baseline, Turnaround mm-hmm. fadeaway splash. That little mm-hmm. 6-0 run between DeMar DeRozan and Alice Caruso's hustle and defensive effort yeah. put the Bulls in position to win this one despite a mostly gross fourth quarter. It was gross. It was bad and it was terrible. And again, in the past, we lose that game. But like you said, Matt, DeMar DeRozan. How many times did I come on this show and say to the people, He is going to pay dividends in the fourth quarter when you need a bucket. I said it a thousand times on this show. Dividends is what he's going to pay. Yes, they played bad in the fourth quarter. Yes, even if I I don't disagree with Matt saying maybe they deserve to lose that game. Even though I don't believe they did, I don't disagree with that assessment because of what you saw out there on the floor. But my goodness, what keeps you in games that you deserve to lose are stars. And what keeps you in games that you deserve to lose are bucket getters. Toronto was playing out of their mind, okay? Like Fred Van Fleet had a career high in assists, all right? Ladies, a career high. They were hitting threes out from everywhere. I can't remember how many people hit four threes. I think it was two. Maybe it was more, but I know two for sure had four three-pointers uh, for Toronto. Two people on the team had four threes, all right? They were scoring buckets, all right, when it was time to do that. And they didn't fold. But I promise you in the past that the Bulls messed that up. Even when Zach Levine go ahead, went ahead and made that turnover, Matt, and he got that turnover, and it was uh, like, oh, my gosh, you turned that over in the back court like that. Oh, I remember last year that would have been the end of the game. You would have felt the air come out of everybody, and it would have been mm-hmm. done. I don't care what the score. It would have been done. But it ain't like that no more because what you got? You got Tamar DeRozan on your team. Here's what excited me also, one thing, Matt, before I throw this back to you, and this has nothing to do with basketball, but this excited me so much. In the post-game press conference, DeMar DeRozan steps up, and what is he wearing? He's got a hoodie on, and he's got the Chicago Bulls on one side, and he's got the OVO, which is Drake symbol, your boy Drake. He's got Drake symbol over here on the other side, which means we got Drake making Bulls clothing now, and that excites me, not because I want one, but because it were relevant, that's what excites me about it. It looks smooth, though. I can't front. It looks smooth. It looked dope. Matt, I think you look amazing in it, personally. Well, thank you, but we're never going to see that come to fruition. <laughs> also, Drake Drake can't claim ownership of DeMar anymore. He, he's not no. Toronto. He's moved on. He's Wh- moved whatever. on. He's going. I, I do not care about the friendship between DeMar DeRozan and Drake. But. Shout out to those of you guys hanging out with us live on YouTube right now. TJ said late game DeMar ISO for the win equals easy money. Gotta love it. Russell mm-hmm. said Caruso was great defensively tonight. Really bad offensively. Had six turnovers. So Caruso, credit. I brought up that big steal he had in that little mini 6-0 run that the Bulls had to briefly right the ship late in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. But he is right to bring up the turnovers Six Mm -hmm. turnovers for Caruso on the night, seven turnovers for the Bulls as a team in the fourth quarter. And let's talk about that for a second, Dave, because Mm -hmm. interestingly, I noticed 
there was a lot of not only DeMar Iso, which we are okay with, but Caruso handling the ball late in that game as opposed to Lonzo Ball. Maybe some mm-hmm. people wondering, look, Lonzo, we mentioned the bad, uh, you know, um, sideline inbounds turnover between him and Vooch. Clearly some kind of miscommunication there. I mean, Zach Levine had an awful turnover himself bringing the ball up where he was like going to go behind the back and just like threw the ball away. But what do you think specifically about maybe Lonzo not being the primary ball handler as much late in that fourth game, uh, fourth quarter as the game was slipping away from the Bulls? I think it, it bothered me. And what bothered me about it is he did about the last two minutes, Matt, he didn't touch the ball except for the out of bounds play. And I had an issue with that. And I don't know how much I am upset at, well, I shouldn't say upset. Upset is really strong, but I should, I shouldn't say how much I was bothered by him not having the ball or him not getting the ball. What I mean is I understand the ball wasn't in his hands, but he wasn't really wasn't making himself available to go get the ball. Because he, those guys on Toronto were playing up on him. You know what I mean? Like, he had to go mm-hmm. fight, you know what I'm saying, to go get it. And he wasn't doing that. But Caruso was fighting to go get the basketball. He was making himself available to go get the ball. See, that's the difference between wanting the ball and going to get it. And Lonzo wasn't doing that. He wasn't going to get it. As soon as it would go in the guy's hands, you saw him just, you know, try to spread the floor, you know, and do other things like that. I didn't need him to do that. I needed the ball in his hands. And I needed him to right the ship and set everything up and take that out of the hands of guys like Caruso who had a high turnovers and everything like that. You got to get it in the hands of your point guard or DeMar DeRozan during that time. Those are the only two people I wanted touching the basketball. Yeah, I, and it bothered me a little bit that he wasn't fighting uh, to go get the basketball. And I hope that's not a trend that continues. Yeah, and uh, as um... – Russ said in comments, Vooch should never touch the ball down the stretch ever again. Well, there was that one where Vooch saw space in front of him and just started dribbling, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. basketball was eight feet off the ground in between. Dri- and then he stutter stepped, mm-hmm. maybe could have sh- gotten called for a travel, ends up throwing the ball away. Like the Bulls have got to figure out their late game offensive execution. I'm not panicking. This is game four of 82. My hope is that. They will get better as a team figuring out where the ball needs to be late in close games. But one one place where it can be, where you and I are both in agreement that we were happy it was for a couple of big possessions late, is in the hands of DeMar DeRozan, a piece mm-hmm. that this team has not had who in quite some time. Fit? An who ISO guy fit? like that, who honestly, in, in some ISO ways, is more reliable than Zach Levine and all the wonderful mm. things that Zach Levine does. Lots more to get to in this game, including some of the other pieces we haven't gotten to yet and Donovan's rotation. We'll do that in just a minute. But first, Big Dave. Yes, sir. Tell our listeners and our viewers about a great opportunity to get their TV together with DirecTV Stream. Look, you were sitting around and you were watching this game. All right. And but you were flipping back and forth because you wanted to look at NBA TV, maybe watch some Nets and, and Wizards action because you wanted to see what Daniel Gafford is doing. And then you said to yourself, Oh snap, but Monday Night Raw is on. I love to watch wrestling. Oh snap, the neighborhood is on CVS. Let me turn that on and watch that NBC programming. Oh snap, there's Dune is on. Oh man, I want to turn into that. And then you pull out your bag of remotes and then you're fumbling and you're stumbling and then you miss the game and you don't know what happened in the Bulls game. And then you miss the shout out Adam Amin gave to Big Dave and you missed it all because you were fumbling and stumbling and you didn't have everything correct. But here, let me make your life simple for you. It's called direct TV stream. 
and it brings you all the live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows in one place. No more juggling those remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter. Get rid of that confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Uh, moving on, and I, I saw you had a tweet about this, David. I want to get your thoughts when it comes to other sure. pieces of this game tonight. People talking about it in our comments. Shout out again to everybody watching and hanging out with us on YouTube Live right now. Joe Hughes said, need some more aggression from P-Dub. Mm. Mark Shannon said, bro, why why does P-Dub pass up that wide open three? He's still yeah. playing timid. That that corner three that Patrick Williams had, and I saw you had a tweet about it, and, mm-hmm. and I was watching it too. I was like, dude, you got to shoot that. Patrick, yeah. you got to shoot that. I spent half of the game tonight arguing with Joe Cowley on Twitter about yes. Patrick Williams. <laughs> Yes. And we both saw that open three and said, you got to shoot that. And you even pointed out, you know, that ended up being a transition bucket for the Raptors in the other direction. That's a big five-point swing there. Mm-hmm. But we did see some moments tonight from Patrick Williams where he looked to be more aggressive. There were back-to-back possessions yeah. where he yeah. took an open look that he had after a couple of dribbles, also had a nice assist in sort of like a half-court, like uh, mini transition opportunity That's where true. he – was atta- looking to attack and then had a nice pass to a teammate for a bucket. Some good, some bad, some timid, some aggression from Pete up tonight. What did you take away from his game? Uh, I like how you put that because you, you kind of got a little bit of everything. And I don't mean that in a great way. And I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's a, it's in the middle. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a popcorn mix. You remember, I don't know, Matt, if you know about getting, you know, the big 10 of popcorn when it would have oh, all three dividers with the different three. flavors. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. let's say, like, some people just want to eat the cheese. Some people just want to eat the caramel. Some people just want to eat the plain. But one of them, somebody hates. You know what I'm saying? And one's like, that's kind of what his game was tonight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got a lot of everything. And you left some of the bad stuff. And then you ate all the good stuff. But anyway, that three-pointer really, truly was the first time I was bothered by anything he's done this season, honestly. Because that has nothing to do with the ankle. That has nothing to do with your shoulder. You know what I mean? That has to do with your mental. And that was wide open. And it was the shot you were supposed to take because you've got to keep the floor balanced. That is why it's important. I didn't care if he missed the shot. I didn't care if he airballed it. But you got to take it because it keeps the floor balanced. And like you said, man, you saw what happened. They swung it around, missed it. A quick run out <laughs> You're about Toronto to lead to an easy two. And then you had, you know, take a timeout. So a huge five-point. So that was a big five-point swing that, he could have prevented just by taking the actual shot. So that's what bothered me. I like how he came back in the third quarter, uh, at the beginning of the third quarter, Matt, because he he became involved on both ends of the floor. Uh, he called the turnover. Uh, he started the three the three on one break that led to the and one for Zach. That looked like the Bulls were about to run them out the gym, and then Toronto said no, no, no later on. But it let it put them up by twenty. He also, you know, got himself a nice bucket. You saw him get the ball and start driving inside. And when he drove inside, he kicked it out in the corner to Lonzo uh, for the three-point shot. I saw him starting to be aggressive in in that third quarter. But in that fourth quarter, you know, he fell back into it. Because, I mean, I forget my man's name, but he – I think Scotty Barnes, excuse me. Yeah, he was giving him the absolute business, all right? Mm -hmm. He was working him clean out. 
but more so than that, none of that bothered me because you're not going to be great every night. Some guys, guys just going to get buckets. What bothered me more than that, Matt, he had no rebounds in <laughs> about 25 yes. minutes of play. That Dude. bothered me more than anything. Um, that's where I was about to go next. You and I always, always, <laughs> always. in the same headspace. The brain, uh, baby. Uh, tech, uh, Tico Giro on YouTube said, do keep in mind P-Will is still coming back from injury. I dislike yeah. that he left that three, but that is all. So, yes, missed all of training camp after not having a training camp as a rookie because COVID and yeah. got, what, like maybe 20 minutes of preseason action in one preseason right, in the last game, game and mm -hmm. is trying to – you know, Billy Donovan in during training camp while he was on the shelf was talking about Patrick Williams conditioning being an issue potentially to start the season, especially mm. after the ankle injury. 26 minutes tonight, clearly not playing the minutes that the rest of the starters are playing. DeRozan, 36, Vooch, 34, Alonzo, 38, Zach Levine, 35, P-Dub, 26. But as you just brought up, zero rebounds. If there's yeah. one thing that Patrick Williams should and could be able to be giving this Bulls team right now, get some rebounds, man. Especially yeah. from the guy who is starting in your power forward position. We've yes. talked about the Bulls making up for the fact that they're undersized with their aggression on defense, with their, uh, you know, just like committing to creating steals, creating takeaways. And they did that again tonight. I think 11 more steals tonight and coming up with some kind of collective way to overcome their lack of size based on the other things they're doing well defensively. Mm -hmm. Tonight, I think in a way that they hadn't been exposed in their previous three games, the Raptors exposed their lack of size. Mm -hmm. 48 to 28 rebounding mm -hmm. discrepancy in favor of Toronto tonight. Mm -hmm. 28 rebounds in mm -hmm. an entire NBA game? Yeah. You, you cannot have your starting power forward giving you zero when you're yeah. getting out-rebounded by 20. The Raptors had 14 offensive rebounds tonight and some second-chance points off those offensive rebounds that let them creep back into this game. Absolutely right, Matt. Um, Fred Van Fleet should not have more rebounds than you. Like, Fred Van had six rebounds. He's, he's six feet tall. He had six rebounds. Because rebounds are what, Matt? They're effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go in there and they're just plain old simple effort. He's one of the biggest dudes out there. Now, again, they Bulls look like a team that also played, you know, three games out, out of the last four days. They they did look like that in that fourth quarter, like they were drained. And I'm sure they're very happy to have these next few days to rest, you know, before the game uh, Thursday, before actually what, what a lot of people say, you know, the season <laughs> kind of kicks off for them because the schedule gets real starting Thursday. Oh but they def they definitely yeah yeah right they definitely look like a team that have been playing a lot of basketball in the last four days but still with all that said Patrick Williams has got to get a rebound like and again I understand the shoulder injury trust me I get it and I understand the ankle injury I get that too and that probably hurts his count because he's never been injured before so how can he know how to deal with that I talked about that today on the show but no rebounds guys none you can't have that. You can't have zero. You know what I'm saying? Only zeros I'm at, I could be okay with if he goes like 0 for 3 from the three-point line or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, all right. Well, all right. at least he shot the ball. Or, I'm okay with that. He took a shot. Chris Dunn, three-point attempts. Zero, <laughs> totally acceptable number. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Is he in the league? I don't think he's in the league anymore. Um, but, yeah, but even though, you know, um, Jabari Parker hit, you know, a lot of threes tonight. But. <laughs> let me not focus on that let me focus on Patrick Williams man 
bottom line is, dude, you wanted to, you you're a huge human being. You know what I'm saying? You're a tall person. And you being the fourth option, you have got to find a way to make your impact on the floor. That means the ball and plays are not going to be drawn up for you. Certain things aren't going to be given to you. But when this comes your way and the way that you make that impact and the way that you respond is by rebounding, is by playing that defense and doing things like that. He did it defensively, man. He was okay. Like I said, he was getting cooked in that fourth by Barnes. But up until that, he was okay. He was he was cool, all right? But, man, no rebounds, that's effort. That's an effort thing. So I don't, I, I don't want to call into question his desire because that's definitely not what I feel. But mm-hmm. I do think those, those injuries are bothering him in a way that I don't think we know enough about because we've never seen this from, like, just – like that, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like just not making any kind of impact uh, as far as a rookie. He was always active, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as a rookie and things like that. So hopefully these days off will help him. Hopefully, um, you know, he watches this tape with Billy Donovan. And I'm sure Billy Donovan is going to hold him accountable on a lot of these things and point these things out to him. So yeah, let's see. Let's see how he comes back from it. Yeah, I, I mean, oh. I would like to see how this team responds from a game like this where and you can see like, you know, they were showing uh, uh, a shot of the court right as uh, Van Vliet misses the three DeRozan and Zach and one other team. I can't remember. I think Lonzo were all kind of together. And Zach was looking at his teammates like, guys, let's not celebrate this. Like we just played poorly in the fourth quarter. And when he did his sideline interview with Adam and Stacey after that game, he said, you know, that was bad. Like we, like we'll take a win, but that was bad. And, and DeMar DeRozan echoed those sentiments after the game when he was asked about being four and oh, and he said, that means nothing. Like we, Mm. we got to get better. We got to learn. We got to correct some mistakes because Mm. they, they just escaped with a win. You know, as Bulls fans, you can be happy that they did, because I think a lot of games that went down like this, a lot of fourth quarters that went down Mm. like this last season, the Bulls came out on the losing end. Mm. And again, maybe maybe that's what we're talking about. If Van Vliet hits the three and we go to OT. But Mm -hmm. the fact that nobody on that Bulls team was celebrating this one, I think, is a good frame of mind to continue, because as you said, Big Dave. The, the schedule now, starting with the Knicks on Thursday, Run it is down, just man. brutal. You got the Knicks, you got the Jazz to close out October. Then right. November goes like this. Celtics, Sixers, Sixers again, Brooklyn Nets, Dallas Mavericks, Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Blazers, Nuggets. And then you come back to the Eastern Conference for Knicks, Pacers. That, that, is, that is the first three weeks of November right there. Wow. Holy crap. The Bulls <laughs> will not escape all of those opponents playing like they way they played in the fourth quarter. Uh, a few more things that I want to get your thoughts on, Dave, including mm. the minutes from one Troy Brown Jr. tonight. Oh. Thought that was interesting. Before we do that, yeah. want to tell all of you guys that if you aren't using Bet Online to bet on the Bulls, bet on other NBA games, on all of your sports action, you are seriously missing out because bet online is back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the nba season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season so head to their new updated desktop or their mobile website and sign up today to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code locked on at sign up and you will get a 50 percent welcome bonus 
on that first deposit. For basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet online where mm-hmm. the game starts. Oh, guys, after that, I know what you want to do. You want to go buy some car parts. It's what I would do. You, you know, I'm like, man, you know, game was crazy. That was wild. I want to buy car parts, but guess what? Everybody's closed. I can't go outside. I can't, you know, go to the store and get them. Oh, what do I do? Well, guess what you do? You go to rockauto.com. Cause let me tell you something. They never close. Cause when you're online, it's all the time, baby. 24 seven. Why even go to the dealership? and spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts. It makes no sense. Stay at home and do it. It's a family-owned business. That's what Rock Auto is. It's serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. That's what Rock Auto do. It's prices reliably low for every single customer. That's what Rock Auto promises you. They got all the parts you're going to need, guys. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even some new carpet. Whatever you need, they got you covered. So what I want you to do is go to that easy-to-use website today. Find a solution to all your auto parts needs, all right? And see all the parts that will be available for the car and truck that you own. And when you get there, make sure you go to their How Did You Hear About Us section and write Locked On in that section to let them know that Matt and Big Dave sent you there. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Sing it with me, everybody in the chat. Rock Auto. Oh, I held that one for you. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I did want to go back and, and touch on Vooch, but before we go to Vooch quickly, Big Dave, because there were a bunch of people in the comments talking about the game Vooch had tonight. Troy Brown Jr was basically benched by Billy Donovan at halftime of the Bulls' last game, and his second half minutes went to the rookie who has been yes. impressive and fun to watch, Ayo Sumu. Um, mm-hmm. And Troy Brown Jr. tonight gets back into that rotation. Donovan goes back to him after benching him, essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. And he plays 17 minutes, 11 points on five of nine, uh, mm-hmm. and, and no minutes for Io tonight. I... As I was watching, and I think it was a bucket when it was, you know, I think it was third quarter. The 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 Raptors were still hanging around, and the Bulls had had a couple of bad possessions. They hadn't had a bucket in a while, and he just like drove baseline and made a really tough bucket amongst the trees. And that was the, you know, I think it was maybe his third or fourth bucket of the night. And I had this thought that I was like, that's the first time through four games where I felt that the Troy Brown Jr. has put his impact, it put his stamp mm. on a game. And mm. when you think about how he arrived last season, one of the many, you know, flips uh, at the trade deadline, shows some nice things for a few games, goes down with a bad ankle injury, and then we all just kind of forget about him. He's sort of an mm-hmm. afterthought for all of this offseason with all of these other even more interesting and exciting new pieces through mm-hmm. the offseason that AK and Eversley add. And everybody's just all, always kind of been wondering, how does Troy Brown Jr. fit into this? I was underwhelmed through the first three games. I was glad to see him have a bounce back, responding perhaps to Donovan killing his second half minutes in their last game. I think he had a decent game tonight. 
that's the word decent the game was very decent um i wanted to see better from him as far as the three-point line was concerned i believe he was mm-hmm. one of four uh, i wanted him to hit a couple of those uh threes because uh, they would have been big but overall though i mean i can't complain about how he played what he had 11 points out there about 16 minutes that's yeah that's good i mean he was okay on the defensive end he wasn't terrible out there he was solid and and the coach trusted him because he was in for the majority of that second half he played he played a lot of those minutes man especially in that fourth quarter um he had troy brown jr in there uh i think he went for him for his length you know what i mean because troy brown jr's length can be an issue and his problem and and his uh size can be an issue for other teams so i think that's why he kind of uh went with him but yeah he kind of played himself back into those i guess good graces and maybe billy also like i say all the time he's not beholden to any one lineup so he just right. kind of wanted to see you know what troy brown jr would, would look about this uh because as this goes on matt what we're discovering is you're going to need everybody uh on this team uh, and everybody's going to have to play a role every single one 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 through uh 15 they're going to have to play a role uh on this team and everybody's going to get their shot so credit to him for getting his shot and then playing solid in his shot. So shout out to Troy Brown Jr. for that. Hopefully the first game of a string of games where Troy can show something because, again, that second unit, especially when it comes to scoring, has me a little bit concerned right now, Uh, Mm. especially, and we saw more of it again tonight, and I wasn't loving it, when Donovan staggers DeMar with that second unit, and there's just really Mm. not a lot of shooting options out there. You brought up mm. Troy being one of four from downtown tonight. You got to find some offense somewhere in that second unit. And, you know, yeah. of course, a lot of Bulls fans talked about that on Twitter tonight. Kobe White. Please, Kobe White, please, man. please hurry back because you there, there yeah. is the scoring punch that this Bulls second unit is desperately That's missing right, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, to, to wrap up, Going back to Vooch for a second, we've we've got some some back and forth in the comments on YouTube right now. AP Bulls okay. fan saying Vooch has me scared. I think I saw somebody earlier on tonight in in the live comments saying that like, can we start talking about trading Vooch yet? Like, <laughs> um, and then uh, Piteous X has a nice comment re- in response saying, oh, "There's a man. ton on Vooch's plate right now. He's our only big who will defend and rebound. I'm sure that's had some negative impact." on his offensive game. Look, first of all, let's mention this. Vooch was questionable to play tonight with a non-COVID-related illness. Maybe it was a hangover. It was just his birthday. Happy birthday, How's your father? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, 17 on 8 of 15. Like, that's not as efficient of a night you would hope to have from Vooch, but Mm -hmm. it's still a guy who's giving you over over 50% on his shots from the field. Eight boards. Again, chipping in with three steals. We've been talking about Vooch's defense, yeah. but uh, uh, Pityus X is right to bring up the fact that like, the, the Bulls are asking Vooch to do a lot in this style of defense that they're playing. He's all over the place. And maybe tonight, if he wasn't feeling hot, if he was questionable to begin with, and he's chasing people around, running ragged on the defensive end, he got switched out on guards a bunch of times tonight had to deal with that yeah i i don't know about you dave i am not worried that vooch had a quiet night with 17 8 while also giving you that effort on the defensive end did his turnovers and his decision making late in that game bug me a little bit yeah Yeah. but (laughs) am am i starting to call up teams asking if they want vooch in a trade because of that no y'all calm down Calm down, guys. Four and zero. Oh. <laughs> okay, I, I know you probably don't honor the teams they played, but guess what? Those teams play in the NBA. 
All right, and and those wins count. The Bulls are four and zero. They ain't been four and zero since some of y'all been been alive. All right, so like I'm need y'all to chill. You know, said a little bit on that. Four and zero is a good thing. All right, no matter how you get it, four and zero is a good thing. All right, but dealing with Vooch there, Matt. Yeah, seventeen and eight. Uh, I felt like this is the game, Matt, where I felt like they kind of went to him more than any time I could really remember in the past few games, as far as um just like wanting him to be the one to establish everything as far as like in every quarter, like, all right, Vooch, you running to you. We run the pick and pop with you. Okay. Vooch, you on the post, you getting the basketball. Okay. You have a three point line. It's your shot. You know, like it was all, you know, rolling around him. Hey, you want that mid range on this? Got you all day. So it was all kind of rolling around him on that. And I'm again, I'm not complaining about it at all. I think it's good that he gets that ball and, and his team has that trust. I think a good example of that, Matt is when, they came off in a, a play, and Zach Levine got the ball, and Zach was open, and he still passed that ball inside to Vooch, and you know, so Vooch could go get the bucket. You know what I'm saying? Like, they there's a trust that that you have when you can just dump it down to a big man, and you have complete confidence that he's gonna go score for you. Um, yeah, Matt's right. Like the it wasn't a, a fluid as a, as a scoring, but. 17 and 8, I take it. You know, the issues we had, or I should say me personally, was the fourth quarter. Uh, mm -hmm. when he was, you know, calling for that ball with Alonzo threw it and you know, over his head, or when he got it and then he starts dribbling, you know, saying and he's running that joint up the court, and I'm screaming at the screen, stop dribbling, stop dribbling, stop dribbling, just hold it, just hold it, like just hold it, it's okay. Like, and and then he almost, you know, got the turnover, which Nick Nurse, you know, tried to challenge that call. And I was like, nah, it went out of bounds. Which, again, was a smart challenge by Nick Nurse because it bought them another timeout at the same time, which is a very smart challenge. But, yeah, like, overall, though, Matt, no, I'm not concerned about an all-star center right now who is still right. scoring and rebounding for you. And you're 4-0. and So, no, I'm not yeah. concerned about that. But we know what he brings defensively. We know his, you know, deficiencies there, guys. But all I want him to do is continue what do what he's been doing and maybe hit a couple of threes in the process. So. I'm not overly concerned about Vooch. Right. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. Look, you're going to have some nights where you miss some bunnies. Uh, you know, I think somebody in the comments said they were worried because, you know, uh, Vooch is miss missing his chip shots. It's like, what do you think that's going to just continue forever because he somehow yeah. forgot how to hit four foot little mini hooks and stuff? No, <laughs> that's just a string of bad luck where Vooch has his looks and they a bunch of them have rimmed out. That's not like a problem for him now. Um, somebody in the comments said, like, we're we're nitpicking and we're angry about the fact the Bulls just got a road win. Like, expectations have changed. That is a good thing. We're nitpicking a road win and, and a 4-0 start. That's a wonderfully different place to be. Um, yes. somebody else in the comments said, like, let's just talk about the fact that the Bulls are four and oh and first in the east. That's four and oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Thomas Moffat, shout out to you. Bulls being first in the East. Look, again, these first four games on the schedule, all winnable games against meh opponents. And again, tonight, yeah. benefit of a shorthanded opponent. No Pascal Siakam for the Raptors. Mm -hmm. That certainly makes things easier for the Bulls, who got re out-rebounded by 20 even without Siakam out there. Even without but him. Word. Knowing how tough the schedule is about to get, good for the Bulls for getting this 4-0 start under their belts. Get the wins where you can and learn from your mistakes while you're stacking W's. That's the way to start the season. And it's Big true. Dave, final thought. The Bulls now have a few days off 
to get themselves together and regroup after that ugly fourth quarter. The next team on deck, welcoming in Tibbs, Derek, Mm. Taj, Mm. and Mm. the New York Knickerbockers Mm. on Joakim Noah Mm. Knight. Oh, guess who'll be in the place, Matt? Guess who'll be there? Guess who'll be there? Guess who'll be there, man? Guess who'll be there, man? That guy! That guy! This guy! That guy! That's who's going to be there! These guys going to be there! Oh, I'm excited to see it. It's going to be fun. And that's the first test. That is the first of many tests that the Bulls are about to have. You you heard the murderer's row that, that Matt ran down for the Chicago Bulls, who they got coming up, guys. So, yeah, this is going to be the first test. And, I mean, it's going to be a test because the Knicks – they rebound. The Knicks, they're big. The Knicks, yeah. they're tough. They can defend. You know what I'm saying? So, and you're going to need rest. Rest on up, you know, get in the gym. You know what I mean? Patrick Williams will be needed, guys. You know what I'm saying? He will definitely be needed as far as defensively uh, going at Julius Randle and guys like that. So, but we got Zach Levine, but we got DeMar DeRozan, but we got Lonzo Ball, but we got Vooch. But we got the Nat in, in Caruso. We got Demolition Man, Javante Green. It ain't like we coming in without ammunition. And that's what's exciting about it. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a good matchup, Matt. I'm excited to watch it with you live, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. I cannot <laughs> wait for Thursday yeah. night. Bulls Knicks at the UC. It's going to be rocking. Uh, I can't wait to be a part of that atmosphere at the United Center. Uh, Thanks to everybody who tuned in with us live on this live episode of Locked On on YouTube. If you just found your way here and aren't subscribed Mm -hmm. to the channel yet, do yourself a favor and do us a favor and subscribe to us here on that Locked On Bulls YouTube channel. And why not hit that like button as well? Tell your friends uh, about this. And of course, always, you can find us on wherever you get your podcasts on all those podcast streaming platforms. Hit us up if you want to be a part of the conversation on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369 is that number. You can also email us, LockdownBulls at gmail.com. And always hit us up on the Twitter machine. I am at Bulls underscore Peck. As Adam Amin told y'all tonight, Big Dave is at BOW. B-A-W-L Sports. Zach Levine's first four game <laughs> pro winning streak. We are yeah. at Locked on Bulls on Twitter. For my partner, Big Dave, I'm Matt saying thanks for hanging out with us Bulls fans. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you tomorrow for another fresh episode of Locked on Bulls. See Red be good. Peace out. Four and oh. Oh.